Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast. I am your host, Brian Mercier, President of Catholic Truth, and we are happy to be here to inspire you in your faith. Today, we're going to be talking about proof for the existence of God, evidence for God, something that not a lot of people speak on and not a lot of people know about. From a young age, sure, we're supposed to believe in God. We say we believe in God, but so many people have doubts. So many people aren't even sure if they believe, especially our young people today, and no one really gives us good evidence for the existence of God. So that when even an atheist comes and says, hey, why do you believe in God? The Christian will be like, well, uh... Uh, well, how else did we get here? And the atheist immediately responds saying something like, well, it could be the Big Bang, a multiverse, inflation theory, string theory, a bouncing universe. There are many theories that we have that prove that God isn't necessary, that life can come about without God. And then at that point, Christians are like, uh, and they have nothing to say. So we need to understand evidence for God's existence. At the beginning of our Catholic truth retreats, at least our youth retreats, like confirmation retreats, uh, youth group retreats, we always ask people, why do you believe in God? What evidence do you have that God exists? And almost no teenager can give evidence for why they believe in God. And so we give the talk about why God exists. And in this podcast, we're going to be discussing just one way we can know God exists, just one piece of the puzzle, one piece of evidence that we can know that God exists. Now, most of you out there have probably been asked at some point why you believe in God, but many of us never think to ask in return why atheists do not believe in God. And if you're ever talking to people who have walked away from church, who have left the church, or have stopped believing, or uh, just say they're agnostic or atheist or whatever, we can ask them, why don't you believe in God? Why don't you believe? What are the reasons that you don't believe? I mean, did you ever believe at one time? And if so, what made you lose your faith? These are crucial questions to ask in helping us to understand where people are coming from so we can better evangelize them and help bring them back to the faith. Then another question I follow on that, well, okay, let's pretend that God doesn't exist. If God doesn't exist, then how did everything get here? Where did it all come from in the first place? What was the very first thing? Imagine nothing for a second. Nothing is in existence. And then suddenly there's something. And I say to the atheist, where did that something come from? How did it get there? How did it just make itself? You're so certain that God does not exist, but how do you know that these things came into existence without God. And a lot of people will be honest and say, I don't know, and I'm not afraid to say that I don't know. And I usually respond saying, okay, that's fair. But since you don't know, how do you know that it's not God since you don't know? And oftentimes they say that's a fair point. You know, maybe they need to look into it more. But other people will say that, well, everything was just there. And still others will say, oh, well, it just came from nothing. In fact, many scientists tried to prove this theory because they didn't like the implications of the Big Bang. For most of history, people have believed that the universe was just there. Pagan philosophers, many atheists, they believe it just goes back eternally, infinitely, and there has no beginning. But then the Big Bang showed that it had 
had a beginning and they don't like that. And so some were postulating that it came from nothing. Because at the Big Bang, everything kind of exploded in a moment, in a singularity. Time, space, matter, energy, all of this came into creation at a singular moment. And so a lot of people did not like that. And people, even today, on our Catholic Truth YouTube channel, people are often saying, oh, I don't believe in God because of the Big Bang. The Big Bang disproves God. And I said, really? You mean the same Big Bang that was discovered by a Catholic priest? And I say, that's right, folks. Father George Lemaitre was a Catholic priest, and in 1929, he was the first one to outline the theory of the Big Bang, and he didn't seem to think that it contradicted God. In fact, he still believed in God and believed in the Big Bang because he knew that at the moment of the Big Bang, all matter, time, space, energy came into existence 13.7 billion years ago, and he asked the question, everybody should ask the question, well, where did that come from? All of that time and space and matter, energy. It doesn't just make itself. Did it come out of nothing? Did it just invent itself, even though it's impossible for it to do so because it's dead? In other words, if there was only nothing in the beginning, how did we suddenly get something? And is it even possible to get something from nothing? Saying something arose from nothing means that everything came about by nothing, from nothing, because of nothing, and for no reason whatsoever. It was just all a big cosmic accident, or rather trillions and trillions and trillions of meaningless cosmic accidents that just happened by nothing, from nothing, because of nothing, and nothing created everything. But I like to tell atheists that the reality is you can't get something from nothing. It's impossible. I mean, if there was only nothing in the beginning, there would still be nothing now, because nothing is nothing. Something cannot originate from nothing. For example, if you take the number zero, zero representing nothing, and take zero plus zero, just for example, what does it equal? It equals zero. And what if you add a hundred zeros to it? What does it equal? It still equals zero. If you add a million trillion trillion zeros to zero and you add them up, it still comes out to zero because zero plus zero is zero. I mean, it's simple math. And it's the same thing with nothing. If you only have nothing and you add a lot more nothing to it, you still have nothing. And so if there was only nothing in the beginning, there would be nothing now today. Nothing would exist, and it could not exist because nothing can't give birth to something. This is an important key point that I just want to re-emphasize here, but nothing equals no thing, no existence. There's nothing in existence. Some people just see black or some people see like emptiness, but I'm talking absolute nothingness. Let me give you another example. Imagine 50 people crowded into a small room. In this room, everybody needs to read the same book for their class. And they start asking other people if they have the book. And after asking around the entire room, we realize that nobody in the room has the book, and therefore nobody can read the book because nobody has it. It's a given principle that you can't give what you don't have. So if nobody in that room has the book to give, they cannot give it. You can't give what you don't have. Now, if you apply this to creation, nothing, no thing, no existence, does not have any existence of its own. And therefore, existence cannot suddenly be given from nothing out of nowhere. It can't give what it doesn't have. Nothing, no existence, can't give 
existence. Therefore, there had to absolutely 100% be someone or something who possessed existence by his very nature and is able to share that existence with the rest of creation. If I don't know trigonometry, I can't go teach it to others because I don't know it myself. I can't give what I don't have. And nothing, no existence, can't give existence, which means that there had to be existence in existence in order for existence to exist. Here's the truth about nothing. Nothing does nothing. Nothing is nothing. It makes nothing. Why? Because it's nothing. You can't get existence, something, from nothing, no thing. It's impossible. And this is where people inject, well, how do you know it's God? I mean, it could be anything. We just, we don't know a lot. It could be aliens. It could be the flying spaghetti monster, the popular atheist argument that, well, maybe the flying spaghetti monster created the world. But these are silly arguments because we know that it's not the flying spaghetti monster. And likewise, we know it's not aliens as well. Aliens are material beings made out of matter. And since matter came into existence at the Big Bang, we know that even if aliens are real, because they're made out of matter, they would have had to come into existence also, and therefore they cannot be the creators of the universe. They would have had to have transcended the universe, but material beings can't transcend the universe. Any matter which comes into existence has to have a cause, a reason for its existence. And there is a cause and effect in this universe. There's always a cause and effect. One thing leads to another. And we can see this throughout the universe that there are multiple effects and there has to be a cause. If you see a puddle outside, you might wonder, well, what caused the puddle? Was it rain? I mean, if you see lots of puddles and the ground's wet, you can assume it rained. But if it's only an isolated puddle and it hasn't rained, you're like, where did that come from? How did it get there? What was the cause? But upon doing more detective work, you notice that something was leaking and it keeps dripping down into a puddle. And you see that that was the cause of the puddle. Likewise, the universe which came into existence has to have a cause by someone who didn't come into existence. See, matter and creative materials cannot be the cause of the universe because they themselves were created. They have no actualizing power to do anything. They can't keep themselves in existence by any power of their own or non-power for that matter, and they can't bring into existence anything else unless they have a cause or help. Thus, the creator of the universe absolutely can't be made out of matter, meaning it has to be immaterial or spiritual. Since time and space came into existence, the creator of everything can't be in time or space, meaning he has to be spaceless and timeless, in other words, eternal. So what we have here is a good developing picture and understanding of God. We have to have a being who is immaterial, who is spiritual, and is eternal, pure being of pure existence, meaning he is existence itself. This is what we mean by God. He is the one who by his very nature exists. He is existence. And because he exists by his very nature, because he is the power of being in existence, he can give that existence to everything else. Since nothing 
can't possess any existence. It can't give existence to anything else. And if there was nothing in the beginning, there would still be nothing now. But because there was a being of existence who did exist, who is eternal by his very nature, he can give existence to the rest of creation. And in the future, we're going to be delving into different aspects. I mean, this is only one small little part just to say, okay, that makes sense. Dead stuff can't do anything. It can't move. Let's say that even if somehow some dead um, matter, a piece of matter came into existence, well, how did it move? How did it create? How did it do anything since it's dead? By definition, dead stuff doesn't do anything. It can't. It's impossible. And so we have to look at this as just one piece of evidence. And in the future, we're going to be looking at different evidences for the existence of God, all adding up to really good logical deductive proof that there is a God and that God does exist. Now, some atheists at this point will try to say, well, see, you don't know anything about science because in science, in the quantum realm, Things come into existence out of nothing all the time. In the quantum field, things go into and out of existence from nothing all the time. But for anyone who understands this, it's not really accurate. Things don't come from nothing. They actually originate, we don't know where or how, but they originate within a quantum vacuum. And a quantum vacuum is a sea of fluctuating energy. And as we know, a quantum vacuum is not nothing. That's something. And a sea of fluctuating energy is not nothing. That's something. If there was literally absolutely nothing, not a vacuum, not energy, nothing in the beginning, then there would still be nothing now because nothing can't give what it doesn't have existence. God is the uncaused cause of all things. It's similar to the game of dominoes that you set up around the room and then you push the first one and you watch them all go in a chain for five minutes, 10 minutes, however many dominoes you put up. The fact is that one has to start the pushing process. Dominoes themselves are dead. They can't set themselves up They can't arrange themselves in those patterns, and they certainly can't push the first one. Once we see the dominoes go down, we can see the effect, but the cause is that a being who had the ability to do so pushed the first domino, and God is that first pusher, the first unmoved mover, the first uncaused cause, eternal being who got everything else started. The universe cannot push itself. It cannot begin itself because it's dead, and I can't wait to break other evidence open in future podcasts. You could also check out our YouTube channel. We have a couple videos on evidence for the existence of God there, and of course, we have a book if you like this podcast and you like the evidence evidence that's given here and you actually want a lot more, check out our book. It's called Why Do You Believe in God? And it's 15 real conversations with atheists, agnostics, people who have left the church and people who are just skeptical and have questions. Many people have good questions, but we have not given them good answers. So this book really gives good, logical, deductive answers to people's questions about deep 
questions of faith and also different things too like why does God allow suffering? Why would God send people to hell? What about the crusades and religious wars and other objections that people have? If that sounds like something you're interested in, check out our book. It's called Why Do You Believe in God? You can find it on our website at thecatholictruth.org or you can just go to Amazon and find it there. Please check out our YouTube channel, Catholic Truth YouTube channel, and make sure to check out the show notes below to see our Facebook page, Instagram, and other social media platforms. And if you would like a retreat or a parish mission, if you would like us to come to your church, please check out our website, thecatholictruth.org. And last but not least, please support our ministry, even if it's only $10 a month. $20 a month, $25 a month, $5 a month, you will be helping us to reach souls and change millions of lives for Christ. Thanks so much for listening today. We're so glad you joined us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.